0: Hello, hello, and welcome back to Mindfully Rich Podcast, your weekly look at life and finances with a twist where we talk about improving your overall relationship with money and building better financial habits. On each episode, I'll discuss real life situations and give y'all practical advice. The point of this podcast is to help you stay in your financial lane so you won't end up broke. I'm the creator and host, Richie. Now, let's jump into today's conversation. What's up, y'all? Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. You know I gotta start with gratitude just because y'all are the reason why I do this. Y'all are the reason why I'm here. And if y'all wasn't listening, I wouldn't have a podcast. So gotta start off with gratitude and saying thank you to everyone. And wanna just go ahead and put it out there. I'm on time, it's Monday. Okay, don't matter what time it is on Monday. I got the episode out on time. (laughs) For all the new listeners, I got this thing going. So since the beginning, since I've started this podcast, I've been saying, all right, I may not be all the way on time, but you're going to get the episode. Okay. It's going to be Monday-ish. All right. And today I happen to be on time. All right. So I always like to point out because I'm trying to build a consistency. You know what? I'm not even going to say trying. I'm building consistency. This is something that I'm promising myself that I will stay consistent with making sure that I get an episode to y'all each and every week that I say, I'm going to bring an episode. Now this year I'm taking breaks. I'm going to let y'all know when them breaks are, but I am going to take some breaks because last year, I believe I did 42 episodes. year before that, I believe I did 50. So yeah, I'm going to be consistent, but I am taking some breaks, but y'all will know when those breaks are coming. But let me go ahead and get into it. So y'all remember from the last episode, I let you know that 2022, I'm starting the year off with some deep topics, okay? So for the whole month of January, I'm doing a series on establishing healthy money boundaries. All right. And so last week's episode, I talked about establishing personal, healthy money boundaries for yourself. And so today I'm talking about creating money boundaries for your friends and family. So it's going to get juicy. Okay. You're going to want to send this episode far and wide. All right. This is going to be the one that you're going to want to share. Okay. I talk about share, share, share all the time, but this the one. All right. Y'all hear me. Hear me when I say it. All right. So we got to go ahead and jump into the let's talk about money segment. And once again, y'all, no music title inspiration. I don't know. Ain't no songs about boundaries. It just isn't. I don't know. I don't have one. <laughs> I couldn't make nothing work. Okay. And today happens to be my favorite number episode. It is Conversation 85, y'all. 85 is my favorite number for those of y'all who are not aware of that. 85 is my year of birth. It is the number that I always go to. It is my go-to number for lots of things. So 85, y'all. 85 episodes. Okay, I wish I had like some bells or something that I could ring or something. That's a lot, okay? Y'all may not think so, but that's a lot. Okay, your girl out here doing some stuff, all right? And so today is Conversation 85, the money boundary series, I'm sorry, of the money boundary series. And today, once again, I am giving you five ways to establish money boundaries for your friends and your family members, all right? And so to begin, I wanna make sure that we all understand why putting boundaries in place with our friends, with our family members, is even a thing. I want you to know that it doesn't make you a bad person if you put boundaries in place for the people in your life, your relationships, such as your friends and your family member. If anything, you're demonstrating your self-love to yourself by putting yourself first in all of your relationships, because that's something that you need to do. You need to make sure that you are remembering your wants, remembering your needs. So boundaries are limitations that we put in place just to ensure that we don't get hurt in the end. Seriously. Seriously. We will need to make sure that we have those things in place. And although no one in your friend circle nor your family should ever be trying to take advantage of you, okay? Hear me good. I'm not saying we put boundaries in place just for that reason, but just in case if somebody get a little froggy and somebody unknowingly is trying to, let's say, gaslight you or take advantage of you. You having those boundaries in place protects everyone. And it also builds transparency. So that way they know where you coming from. And then they just gonna have to understand that. All right. As long as you are putting up, this is the fence. All right. This is the boundary. That way they understand. All right. This is as far as I can go with you. All right. So when I was on IG, when I was doing my research for today's episode, I wound up on someone's page. Her name is Dr. Rita Walker. Now, originally I saw the post on Charlemagne the God's page, right? So I was like, let me go to the source because I want to quote the source. So her name is Dr. Rita Walker. When I was on her page, I saw that she had something about boundaries and she said this about boundaries. What is a boundary? Be aware of what is unacceptable and normalize saying no. Do what is best for you and know that it's not your responsibility to sacrifice yourself for others. I thought that that was a great, and the way that she did it, like before I even go into that, the way that she did it, she spelled out boundary, and it was kind of like all of that kind of flowed along the lines of the letters of the word boundary, but it's really good, and we need, there are so many different ways that we can put, create boundaries, and because I'm the money girl, okay? I'm the money girl. I'm your resident, you know, accountability partner. So I wanted to associate boundaries with money just because that's what I do. That's my lane. All right. And so when we're getting into boundaries, once again, boundaries are nothing more than you presenting limitations that are going to protect you and your heart when it comes to money. Remember, I'm talking about boundaries in relation to money. You need to make sure that when you're creating these boundaries, you are making something that is crystal clear on what it is you can do, what you're willing to do, and what you won't do for your friends and your family members. Especially, once again, y'all know my lane, when it comes to money. That's the reason why we're here. We're talking about how we're going to create money boundaries, healthy money boundaries with our friends and with our family members. Because I believe If more people were to establish money boundaries with their circles, with the relationships in their lives, friends, family, because that's what we're talking about because I'm gonna get into relationships later on in the month, okay? If we were to do this, we would have less arguments and less fallouts with the people who are important to us because the transparency would be there. And that's the problem with this world. Like, I mean, I, I think I'm getting to that age now. Like, I'm about to turn 37, right? And I'm at that point now where I'm like, There needs to be more transparency. People don't give as much transparency that's needed. Everybody just think, I guess we can read everybody's mind. We can't, all right? And especially when it comes to your money and your friends and your family, having that transparency, making things clear, creating those boundaries so that people know where you are at, like where you at with it, all right? That makes things so much simpler, Nobody has to read your mind. Nobody should know. I hear that saying a lot. They should just know. How do people should know, right? Creating the boundaries, telling them, being transparent and letting them know. Okay? All right. Now, I didn't say all of that. And I know I'm talking about us putting these boundaries into place. But real talk, putting boundaries in place with your friends and family is not going to be easy. I'm just going to go ahead and say that it's going to be uncomfortable, especially at first, especially if you've never done so before with your friends and family. All right. Now I'm only talking about putting this in place. If there's a need to, you don't have to call family meeting, friend meeting or anything like that and say, Hey, I was listening to mindfully rich podcast. This is what happened. No. (laughs) I'm thinking about that in my head. It's so funny to me, (laughs) like random ass meeting. Everybody coming together. (laughs) I need to talk to y'all about this. No, you put these in place when they need to be put in place. You know the friends and you know the family members that you need to outline boundaries with, okay? Seriously, and when you do that, I promise you that relationship will run a hundred times better because you're running that relationship now with boundaries, the truth is on the table, there's no room or even wiggle room for anybody to even throw any lies in there, okay? Now, one of the reasons why I wanted to talk about this Is because I know I always call myself, especially with my friends, I say, I want to be rich auntie, right? I want to be rich auntie, but I want to be rich auntie when I want to be rich auntie. I don't want to be rich auntie that everybody else has the perception of I'm rich auntie. And then now I'm the person that they call on because rich auntie got it right? Rich, let's call it rich auntie because I'm in a bind. I can't pay this bill. I need my rent paid. Baby needs some new shoes. You get what I'm saying? I want to be rich auntie. That's just, hey, rich auntie come around. I'm going to spoil you when I want to spoil you, not spoiling you because you need me to spoil you. You get what I'm saying? There's a difference. There's a difference in that. And I believe, especially in our culture that we live in, perception is a hell of a thing, right? People can always when they when they look at you and they perceive you a certain way or perceive this is the, y'all I just sent this to my friend group, so this is gonna be funny. When they perceive you as the person, they got it right, or they perceive you as you the one that got all the money. That's a joke. Me and my friends are <laughs> we've been spreading around. That's hilarious. I don't like that as well. But when you have that perception on you people are now clocking your pockets, right? And I don't like that. I don't know about y'all, but I don't like that. I don't like when people are clocking my pockets because of what they perceive is going on in my life, not knowing I have a family too. And I'm not talking about me specific because I'm not saying that this is something that happens to me. I do have an example I'm gonna talk about, but this isn't something that's just generally happening to me. This is something that I see, that I hear of, that happens to other people. But when people clock your money. When they clock in how much money they think you have in the perception of your finances, and they're saying, you got this so you can help them with this, or you got that. And they're not even looking at the things that you want to do in your life, looking at your family makeup, the things that may be coming up for you, the emergencies that could happen to you. That's not a good thing. That's the reason why Boundaries are a thing and that's the reason why we need to put them in place. So here are five ways that you can establish money boundaries with your friends and your family members. First, I want you to make sure you are keeping your personal financial goals and also your personal financial situation top of mind. Meaning, am I good? Are all my bills paid up? What's coming up for me? Do I have any big bills that I'm going to need to take care of? Because when your friends and your family member, when they're approaching you financially, they're asking for some type of assistance, some type of money. You can't give that out to anyone if you're not keeping yourself top of mind, because when you're keeping you top of mind, you know what you got coming up. Oh man, I can't do this because I got such and such coming up. This is the time where I need you to think of you first, because you have to be clear on where you sit in your financial situation, what you have coming up. So that way you can make other people clear of that. Although it's not anyone's business what your personal financial goals are and the things that you have coming up, you just know it's now a no because you know you have something to do. There are people out here in the world, they will disregard anything that they have coming up, disregard that they have to take money out of their savings, disregard that they don't have it just to help someone else. I need you to put yourself first. That's the reason why you are setting this boundary. You're gonna first think of yourself Before you're trying to lend any assistance to your friends and to your family members. The second way that you can establish money boundaries with your friends and your family is not letting them guilt you into giving them money. OMG, this happens so much. People really know how to, and I'm going to use the word gaslighting here, even though I'm going to have an episode on gaslighting. People really know how to gaslight you. Nowadays, people are master manipulators and gaslighters. Don't let them guilt you into, you know what? We've been friends for forever. Or I had your back here. I did X, Y, and Z there. Don't let people do that. A part of a form of gaslighting is telling you, you got it. And then you start to think, oh man, I do have a good job. Or I do have this. I do have that. Just because that may be the perception doesn't mean you have it at that particular moment. So don't let your friends and your family guilt you into giving them financial assistance when you know that you aren't able to. Because that's the thing and people do it all the time. But I'm here to let you know, don't let guilt sway you in your decision when you're trying to say no to your friends and family when they're asking you for financial assistance. Okay? The third way you can establish money boundaries with your friends and your family is making sure that you remember you are not the answer to their problem. Okay. You are not AI. Okay. For all my basketball people, you are not the answer. (laughs) The reason why I say that is because I know sometimes when we have a friend or a family member that's asking us for money, some type of financial assistance need, and we think, you know what? I may have this to spare. Do you have it to spare on an ongoing basis? Because I'm pretty sure you could reach out to some people and they could let you know when you give money out once, you now become the person that that's that you're their go-to. You are the person that they go to, not trying to actually fix the actual problem. What is the problem that's going on that's making your friend or your family member need this financial assistance? This money, what do they need it for? Where is the hole at? Did they just lose their job? There are situations that may call for this, right? But I'm talking about those situations where we talking about working adults, all right? And then if we're talking about adults who aren't working, whole different problem. You definitely ain't the answer, okay? You do not wanna now become their personal money tree. You are not their cash register, all right? I do understand this, and I wanna make sure that I put this and make this very clear. There are gonna be times that you do want to help your friends and your family member. And it's going to be warranted. Your heart is going to know when it's time for you to do so. But sometimes we don't listen to our hearts or we don't listen to the discernment that tells us maybe that's not the time. And you'll still push through that and you'll give it to them anyway. I'm trying to make sure that I talk to you about boundaries for yourself, especially in those times where your discernment is telling you, you shouldn't do this. I am giving you that okay to let you know, let your discernment take hold and think about these things so that way you don't. But I know that there are situations that are going to be different. I'm not talking about those situations. In this particular situation, I am talking about you not being someone's savior. You are not their answer to their problem. Go deeper. What is the actual answer to their problem? If they're working, do they need to make some budgeting decisions? differently. So that way they can afford whatever it is that they're needing. What else is happening? Have they been overspending? Do they need to talk to somebody to help them with their overspending? There are always other options. You can help them more by getting to the root of their problem instead of trying to be their solution. That's all I'm saying. All right. So the fourth way that you can establish money boundaries with your friends and your family is only given... Money that you don't need back right away. You know what? I'm going to go as far to say because I heard Oprah say this. She doesn't, well, Oprah got it. I get it. I understand that. Okay. And that's not me judging Oprah's situation. Oprah got it. Okay. (laughs) Oprah said that she doesn't lend people money, she just gives them money now. Because she got to the place where she lent out so much money and they weren't returning the money back to her. So I would go as far to say, don't give anyone money if you need it back. Let's just say that because you want to know what? That's a hard situation to be in. I've been in this situation before where I've given a family member money. I've said, all right, you know, uh, give it back to me, blah, 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 right? didn't get it back during that time. I see them, they on vacation, they doing the most or whatever. I don't get my money back. Right? So that's going to make me feel a certain type of way. Right? And I don't need to feel a certain type of way. So this is the thing. If I need money back, I'm not giving money out. If I know I need the money coming up a week from now, a month from now, two months, three months from now, uh uh-uh. Why am I giving that money out? Because you want to know what? It's not a guarantee that they're going to give you the money back anyway. It's never a guarantee. Loans are loans, right? We want them to pay us back, but you can't guarantee that you're going to get the money back, especially when you're just giving flat out money out. There's nothing that you can go pick up. There's nothing that you can collect to cash in to get your money back. There's nothing, right? So if you need the money back soon or even sooner down the line, don't give it out. Don't give it out. It almost is like going back to your personal financial goals and your personal money, your personal money situation. I couldn't think of the word. Thinking about your personal money situation. You know, if you know that you're going to need that to pay a bill, you're going to need to go on vacation. You're going to need the money for whatever the thing is. Don't get the money out. That's as simple as that. All right. And so the last way that you can set and establish money boundaries with your friends and your family is making sure you set the expectation. If you do decide to give your friends and your family members money, set the expectation of what that looks like. I know in the last tip that I was talking about, I said, don't give family and friends money that you need back. But if you decide, I don't need this money back, you're going to give this to them. Set the expectation. If you're giving this, giving them the money, tell them, I'm giving you this money. If it comes with, I'm giving you this money and this is the last time, say that. Put your expectation on that so that way they understand what this is. Is this money that they have to pay back? If it's money that they have to pay back, have something stern. Are y'all signing a contract? I would advise contracts now. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. Depending on the amount of money, hell, forget that. No matter how much money it is, just to make sure that they know you serious. I watch the court shows all the time. You know how many family members be on there suing each other for little money, little bits of money that they just lent them and gave them? Mm Mm-mm. Set whatever that expectation is. If you're giving them the money, tell them I'm giving you this money. If you're not giving them money ever again, say that when you give it to them. I'm giving you this money, can't give you anything else, right? Let them know if it needs to be returned in two weeks, I need it back on this day by this time. Set that hard expectation because sometimes depending on how close you are with the friend or the family member, they'll take it as a joke and they'll think because we friends, because we family, I don't really have to see through with my promise. I don't really have to give this money back on time. So you want to make sure that you are creating that with them. This is your boundary. This is my expectation. This is the only way that I'm going to be able to give this to you. And if you need to have that in writing, y'all sit down, write that on a a piece of paper. Ain't nothing wrong with it. It's only funny when you don't get your money back and you listening to Mindfully Rich Podcast like, ah, I should have did a contract. Okay, I'm being absolutely serious with you for real it don't get no realer all right I don't play that's the one thing y'all gonna learn about on this podcast I don't play about money I don't I absolutely don't all right and I've seen so many jokes like one of my favorite comedians <laughs> one of my favorite comedians is Lil Real Lil real and D-Ray so D-Ray I'm gonna do D-Ray's joke first so D-Ray He talks about, of course, growing up in Chicago, being a comedian and people putting a perception that he got it, right? So when he go home, he got to act like he don't. He'd be like, I ain't doing nothing. Seriously, you got to do that because people, once again, going back to people clocking your money, people will clock you and say, you know what? You got this amount of money. They'll put that target on you. Laurel did another joke when he said when one of his family members died and he was saying that the family called the top 10, the top 10 people that they thought had the money to pay for the funeral services. So they got to have a meeting with them so that they can get the money from them. Okay. Nobody should have that on their back, right? We should all be taking care of our financial matters. That's the reason why I do this podcast to give y'all ways to make sure that you can manage your money. You have new perspective about money and finances as a whole, we want to make sure that we're taking care of ourselves. And if you need to refer your family member to this podcast, send them a certain episode. Hey, this is how you save. This is how you manage your money. This how is this what you do with the credit. Okay. Whatever you got to do. All right. Because seriously, we should all be managing our money because this is another thing that I want you to think about, especially if you're that, that family member that's always giving out money. Who going to help you when you ain't got it? My mom used to say, you know, you would be shit up a creek. That's what she would call it because that's where you at. When you ain't got the money to do the things that you need to do, that's where you at. Seriously. So I'm doing this to protect you and your finances for your future and your family that you have. I don't know what that makeup looks like. If you are the person that people go to. All right, this episode is for you. So that way you can establish those boundaries with your friends and with your family. All right, y'all, I know this has been a long episode. So I'm going to go ahead and keep this thing going. I do have a cream segment. Okay, for those of y'all who are new, the C.R.E.A.M segment, cream Y'all know cash rules, everything around me, dollar, dollar bill, y'all. That's from the one and only Wu-Tang, okay, their famous song. This segment is when I talk about savings. And so right now I have the Mindfully Rich Savings Challenge going on and we are going strong. I am not slipping this year. Y'all not going to catch me slipping. Go ahead over to the IG page at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. You will see I'm keeping up with it. We are two weeks in. We got 11 weeks to go. Currently, you should have $85 saved up because the first week in January, so January 1st, we saved $35. January 8th, we did 50. And this week, January 15th, we are about to save $75. And I'm doing it as a 13-week envelope challenge. So you wanna go ahead and make sure you check that out. I have all of the details on my IG page. That's at mindfully underscore rich underscore podcast. All of the information is there. And it's gonna be a quarterly thousand dollar challenge. I'm doing it like that so that way people can jump in, jump out, jump side to side. I don't know if y'all ever played that game. Ah, but you can jump in, <laughs> you can jump in. Whenever you're ready to do the saving. So that way it's not long. I don't have a long attention span. So I couldn't do 52 weeks. Okay. Last year I tried to do that. Nah. Okay. Ain't my thing. That's the thing that 2022 is teaching me. Do what's best for me. All right. And these money boundaries that I'm talking about, these are going to be best for you. All right. i have been talking long enough. This is probably my longest episode I did in a long time. So let me just say this. Thank y'all so much for listening. I hope that this episode gave you new perspective into how to build money boundaries into your life personally and also for your friends and family. Coming up, I'm going to talk about money boundaries with kids, with your parents. That's going to be a good one. And also in your relationship. So y'all make sure y'all are tuning in all of January to hear that. So thank y'all so much for listening. And I want y'all to live life mindfully, intentionally and on purpose. And until next time, when I hit y'all with another one.